0: Episode 277 of Magic the Amateur. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for people who want to get better at the game of magic are learning the game of magic. Just enjoy hanging out and playing magic with their friends or who know what the word magic means to them personally. All of that and more. That's right. Here on Magic the Amateuring. Yes. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm a, num- a number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a number one. I'm a number one. I'm the <laughs> numeral one. Figure it out.
1: What number would you be if you could be a number? 18. Great choice.
0: What number would you be if you could be a number? 12. Okay. You're like a dozen. (laughs) You're like an even dozen.
1: Yeah. I'm a a carton of eggs. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I would describe myself on my dating profile.
0: (laughs) I'm one of the extra large cartons of eggs, you know? Like when you go and they have an extra row. Really? Like three rows of eggs? Yeah, there's like three rows of eggs, so you can get 18 eggs in case you really enjoy eggs, or you're <sighs> cooking them for a lot of people.
1: I have never seen an 18-carton 18-egger.
0: Yes, you have. <laughs> what happened? Yes, I swear you have. I have not. I will show you one, and you'll be like, I have seen that before. I'm going to be creeped out. It's going to be like looking at a row of shark's teeth. It's like, it's just like another,
1: a row of eggs. I don't know. It's making me feel weird. <laughs> Welcome to today's show. Uh, We have a great show lined up for you. Uh, Of course, just like we had last week, we've got our brand new thing where we are doing a five top five things you need to know in magic this week so you can start your magical
0: life out right. That's right. We're also going to bring you some tales from the queues.
1: Yes. I'm very excited for these spooky tales of playing magic online or arena that we have encountered told as golf stories. Yes. So get out
0: your s'more cooking gear. Yeah. We're also going to talk about uh, some standard corner going on. We had Uh, some Grand Prix. Yeah. What's happening? What's happening in standard? (laughs) Standard. And we're going to a real name,
1: <laughs> dip into the mailbag, and answer some listener questions from our Discord chat. Ooh! And I'm going to try not to move my neck very much. That's right. Maria is
0: currently suffering.
1: I have a neck injury, Ugh. which sounds, you know, really bad. It really does <laughs> when You say it like that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I threw out my neck. Is that something you need to do? Call us at one eight hundred. Not a medical podcast, because yes. I don't know what I did, and it's been hurting for three days. I went to a chiropractor. Don't worry, and a massage therapist. Purpose, but it's still not better.
0: I need yeah. help. If you are a neck medical expert, <laughs> please tweet at us with the hashtag Where's My Neck. By the way, thank you to everybody who tweeted hashtag $10
1: tire at us yes. the other day. We found out that well, the original Anatilla was sold for
0: $225. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. No word on the tires, but if the car was $225, yeah. I gotta feel like the tire was around ten.
0: Ten dollar tires. <laughs> Well, this week's hashtag. Hashtag, where's my neck? Where's my neck? (laughs) Where's my neck? For anyone who's thrown it out, and doesn't Uh, know where it is.
1: Thank you to everybody who's a supporter of our uh, humble little show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash
0: Cast is the place to go to uh, help support our show and keep it going. That's right. And maybe you're listening and you're like, why would I... Why would I pay for something that I can get for free? Great question. Because do you know what, you are listening to our podcast for free. For Free. But uh, the thing is, is that it's not free for us to make. No. For one, uh, and we hope we hope that it doesn't have zero dollar value to you. Yeah. Um. So for as little as a buck twenty five an episode, cents per day, five dollars a month, uh, you can support support the podcast, um, you can listen and say, hey, this is worth more than zero dollars.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Like, how much is this a podcast or and the videos and all the content we
0: produce yes. worth to me? Not every just month. the podcast, but videos yeah. coming out this week are hot. What not to do in Dominaria draft. Yeah,
1: I'm excited about that. Check your YouTube feed on Wednesday. That video will be dropping. If you've been having a little trouble with Dominaria or you just want some tips on how to get better, we've got some for you. Ooh,
0: buddy. Yeah,
1: patreon.com slash mtacast. We'd love to see you as part of the family. And when you listen, you get to know, hey, I help make that happen. I do. You're like,
0: hey, that's me.
1: That's me right there. Big thanks to CardKingdom.com slash Cast. They also help make this show happen. If you need anything magic related, go to that website, use that link so they know that you're supporters of us too and buy whatever you need. They'll ship it to you super fast. Their co- customer service is literally the best in the business. Yep. And uh, they'll help, you know, they'll personalize you, your order. They'll draw you little tokens. Cute. All their stuff is great. And they have this new product they're offering, which is if you want to do a chaos draft at, uh-huh. at your house with your buds, you can just buy a chaos draft pack from them. They'll just give yeah. you all the packs boom done nice one click psh, chaos Sweet. draft i'm ready that's yeah. awesome yeah available card kingdom.com slash mta cast
0: <laughs> what you need to know this week that's right we're bringing you the top five hot dropping news tips <laughs> news leads Hot dropping. Hot dropping is really the key phrase there. Absolutely. First of all, GP Birmingham happened. It was a double GP with a legacy portion yeah. and a standard portion. Legacy, oldest GP winner of all time. I know. That's so cool. Pretty awesome. Gary Campbell. Is 52 years old, and he won
1: with Mono Red Prison. Whoa. And then, of course, there was a standard portion. Yeah. And that was Simon Nielsen won. That's right. Playing Black Red Vehicles. Wow.
0: Get that white out of here. We don't need Mardu up in this area. No. I was about to say vehicular motorist. Veteran motorists. We don't know. Uh, well, you know that's what he does. Not wrong. <laughs> we'll talk Not more wrong. about that coming up later in the show. That's right. Uh, you can now draft on Arena.
1: Number two. Yeah, if you have an Arena beta code, check it out. The draft uh, thing is really cool. You yeah. draft against AI, and it's pretty smart. And then you play seven uh, games with it. And if you don't lose three times, you get sweet prizes. You buy. You get more than yeah. a draft back. You
0: play until three losses or yes. seven wins. Or which seven ever comes wins first.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, really fun. I did it the other day. It worked great. Yeah. And uh, just stomped all over people. We've
0: got some brawl changes happening. Yeah. We anticipated this last week, and as soon as the episode came out, same day. (laughs) Same day. Brawl, out of here. Brawl, get out of here. You're banned.
1: You're banned in brawl. That's right. You might have the same name as brawl, but guess what? You're banned. You're banned. And we're not starting at 30 life anymore. We're starting at 20. That's right. Dropping that life total down... A little bit. Yeah, and that's not like a final thing. Wizards said that they're just still going to look at it and maybe they'll put it up to 25. They don't know for sure. Yeah, Yeah, we're
0: just tuning it. Nice. Uh... News bit number four, Karn. Just wild. Karn <laughs> is really good, everybody. This card is great. News flash. Everyone's just like, this card's going to be $100. Yeah. Um, people are putting it in Modern Affinity. Wow. Because they're like, you do the minus where you make an artifact, and it's like yeah. an 8-8. That's sick. And then you minus again, and you still have a Planeswalker around.
1: Speaking of Modern and Dominaria, apparently Teferi is making waves in Modern, replacing wow. Jace the Mind Sculptor. Wow. Yeah. Brutal. People are like, guess what I don't want to do? Brainstorm. Guess what I do want to do? Play Draw to fairy. A card. And people are like, wait, well, it's five mana. How is that possible? And it's like, well, not really. It's more like three
0: mana. to land. two lands. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, Ooh, All right. That's kind of cool. Nice. Uh, finally, there is an announcement day coming up this Friday. <gasps> Exciting. And you might even see some familiar faces. You might. You might. <laughs> In that announcement day video check it out. We're super excited for all the hot gossip
1: that's coming. You're going to find out about the stuff that's coming up after the core set and uh, yeah, I'm super excited for you all to know because it's pretty sweet. Nice. And that's, you know, what to know this week. Let's take a peek in our mailbag. Oh, look, I'm I'm like Santa,
0: but for magic. Oh, Santa, Mag- magic Santa, what did you find? Oh, do you know what? Okay, question. Yeah. Uh, is regular Santa just magic Santa already? <laughs> what do you like, mean? What, wait, what's magic Santa? Let's clear this up. I'm just saying, like, okay, wouldn't magic, wouldn't Santa... Uh, Santa's already a little bit magic.
1: Yes, for sure. So
0: Santa is technically already Magic Santa. Okay. If you're thinking of lowercase magic, yeah. not uppercase, uppercase magic. magic. But is Santa
1: also uppercase Magic Santa?
0: Oh, Santa might be also Magic Santa.
1: I mean, did you get magic cards for Christmas ever? And did they come from Santa? Well, then,
0: yes. Could be yes. Magic Santa. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> we've got some questions that people have have whispered to their parents and then their parents let Magic Santa know. No. Yeah. And yeah. now we're going to answer them. Yes. That whole process sounds a little creepy when you say it like that, but okay. I like the, the part where the parents whispered them. <laughs> yeah. Well, the kids are whispering them to the parents. Oh, yeah. yeah. But okay. Then the parents
1: yeah. have to also whisper, whisper them. Whisper just the
0: Magic Santa. <laughs> It's a whole, it's, it's like telephone, strange. it's like a yeah. game of telephone, yeah. and you don't get quite what you asked for at the end of it.
1: I love that. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to uh, submit questions, by the way, you can become a patron and get access to our Discord chat, it's a fun That's place right. to hang
0: out. All right, what's our first question? Uh, squirrel Loot asks, green black elves or green, green white elves, green white elves, <laughs> green in, white in, elves. Modern, <laughs> in modern, done in point, counterpoint fashion. Uh, okay. Ooh, all right. Here we go. I'll be the point counterpoint both people because you don't play elves. That's right. So you'll point
1: counterpoint yourself. That's right. Hello, welcome to Point Counterpoint.
0: We're in today's show, Green Black Elves versus Green White Elves. First up, Green Black Elves. Make it Yes. Well, I would like to say that sometimes shaman of the pack can deal lethal damage to an opponent without even having to attack. That's the first point of my point. Oh, right. ah, yes. Lovely. Counterpoint for green white elves. Sometimes you have a Vizier of Remedies and a Heritage Druid in play, and you simply win the game by generating infinite mana and getting an Azuri, and then using that to make all your team a giant. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I would say, and a counterpoint to that is that Heritage Druid feels very clunky, and sometimes you can have Heritage Druid and Vizier of Remedies, but if you don't have a Court of Calling or you don't have an Azuri, there's nothing to do with it. And it's not like you're playing. Duskwatch recruiter, like all those other decks are sometimes, like the Abdam version. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. Well, I would say that if you're going to play green-black elves, perhaps you should even just go ahead and try Jund elves and throw a blood braid elf in there, because who doesn't Ooh. like a hasty elf? Ooh. I don't have anything else good to say about green-white, because I actually don't like it. <laughs> oh, all right, Oh, then. shocking turn of events <laughs> here on Point Counterpoint. So it sounds like you're recommending green-black elves to the squirreliest of squirrels. Yes, I certainly would. I would recommend green-black elves. Although sometimes... I do like green-white elves. <laughs> this <laughs> show throwing- is a disaster. <laughs> We're throwing the format of this point counterpoint <laughs> out the door. I do enjoy green-white elves because you can have selfless uh, spirit. And then some people say you might as well have the combo in there. Because why, why not? Why not? But I would say it's because heritage druid is just clunky. So green, white. If you want it for selfless spirit, not if you want it for, for zero <laughs> of remedies. Ah, uh, oh yes. Thank so you very much. I'm glad much. we've completely
1: cleared up your question,
0: score We've definitely cleared it up. Honestly, I I think I I really enjoyed the Jund version when I was trying it out. Go find a list. Um, it five vote a couple of times in the modern queues, and it's super sweet. Yeah. I like it. So give that one a try.
1: Next question is Tron or Storm worse? Um.
0: Great question. Great question, Tron. Okay, moving storm. <laughs> and we're done. And we're done here. I mean, it's, uh, do you mean like it's like, like annoying to play against? Tron. Um probably a worse <sighs> modern deck right now is probably storm.
1: Yeah, but storm so if you sometimes you just can't stop them. That's There's nothing true. you can
0: do. Yeah, I don't love the fact that dampening sphere I feel like is potentially going to be yeah. in a lot of sideboards yeah. and I think the thing about Tron is that sometimes even if they cast that it's just like if they don't kill you quickly you just get to seven lands naturally and then right. you just cast your stuff right um whereas storm it's just like oh I guess like they have ways to destroy it but
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. time will tell
0: go. time As will tell how, how good that card is <laughs> uh singularity 26 act ack <laughs>
1: Why Any advice for traveling to me? Grand
0: Prix? Um yeah, I mean find friends to stay with yeah. or people to spend your time with between rounds is can, one of my hot tips.
1: You can do a carpool and have a and have a fun road trip if you're close enough.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um it's really nice to have like something fun and lighthearted to do when you're not playing magic. Um we really love like we usually pack games of love letter or yeah. stuff like that just because it's nice to be like, "Hey, I'm not going to like It'll take your mind off of like stressing if you just lost, yeah. Or if you're winning and you're like putting a ton of pressure on yourself, it'll keep you from getting into like weird head spaces. I think.
1: Bring a hoodie.
0: Oh yes. Otherwise, okay, you're gonna get you're cold. You're gonna
1: get cold in that convention center. And snacks. And sign up for a Sky Miles program because yeah. don't leave your value on the table. We're magic players. Yeah.
0: There you go. Um. CJ Limey asks, <laughs> "How much goif would a tarmagoyf tarm if a tarmagoyf could tarm goif?" <laughs> Great question. Um, a what did we say? What's a Tarmogoyf would Tarm as much as it could Tarm. If a Tarmogoyf could tarm goyf, obviously. <laughs> uh, we have a follow-up from Singularity26. Also, do you think we'll see any new archetypes created from Dominaria cards other than blue-white control, or will they continue to be role players and established decks? Well,
1: now that we've had our first standard Grand Prix, yeah. we can answer that question a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about this more, but there were some unique new decks yeah. uh, that happened. But I say for the most part, they kind of stayed not. Uh, it looks like they
0: slotted into, into yeah. older ones. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, perhaps an overview of team limited events. Ask CJ Limey again. Um, I think like the... The biggest thing to touch on in Team Limited is, like, make sure you're uh, you you're going to make three strong decks and that you're playing with someone that you're going to, um, like, you're playing with two people that you're going to be able to have a good conversation with. Yeah. Like, that no one's going to steamroll over anybody else, um, that no one's going to, like, build one deck that's super strong and then want to play it and then leave the other two lacking. Um, but mostly that you're going to go and have a lot of fun. So.
1: 100%. And we've done episodes specifically on Team Limited before, so you can go back into our archive and uh, find those. Um, if you go to our website, magictheamateuring.com, there's a little search box on the bottom. And if you type in just like Team Limited or whatever, you can find episodes where we talked about that because there are some best practices for that too.
0: Yeah. Um, we have a follow-up that says that they also had the question about traveling to GP's other large events. And I guess my other point is, because we haven't talked about this a ton, is like, look up the artists and stuff that are going to oh, be there. Yeah. Because if you, if there's like a card that you love and the artist who, who did the art on it is going to be there and you want to get it signed, stuff like that, I think, can like really put it over the top in terms of enjoying an Absolutely.
1: Event. I just found out in Vegas, um, the artist who did Hyena Umbra is going to be there. So Ooh, definitely going to get my Hyena Umbra signed. I'm super <gasps> excited. That that's awesome. And remember
0: to tip your artists for yeah. their signatures, by the way. Yes. Very important. Yeah.
1: Um, awesome. So that was some good mailbag yeah. mail. You can uh, go into the Discord chat if you're a patron or become a new patron and send us some questions because we love answering them and Magic Santa loves getting them.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whispered into Magic Santa's... <laughs>
1: Time to get out your flashlights, and start a fire. It's time for tales from the
0: queue, spooky stories from Magic Online. That's right. Let me tell you. Everyone, gather close for the <sighs> spookiest story. I'm of them already all. spooked. Well, you see, I was in a draft queue. Yeah. It had finished up. Oh. I had even won. What a satisfying feeling I had, and I went to leave. Because, of course, I felt that my work there was done. Right. But as I turned to go, I found that some dark force pulled me back. No. It brought my hand to the mouse. It clicked, join, draft. (laughs) No. And I did. And I drafted yet again. And yet again, I found that I could not stop drafting for so compelling were the cards, so enthralling were the synergies that I sat trapped. Like a spirit had taken control of your body ah yes or that a giant spider had wound me in its web oh scary spooky scary spooky scary <laughs> this is a great draft format and it so is so
1: your spooky story is true because i always want to draft it it's just great i
0: that's honestly But why yeah. i don't know
1: what is it about this set That is pushing it over the top to where everyone just wants to draft it constantly.
0: I think that, and this is kind of what I've also heard other people saying, is that it's just so true that you can draft anything. Yeah. Like, you can draft any color combination and make it work, and they all do, like, such very different things. Right. Where it's like, yeah, it's just, like, so many strategies are viable, so many color combinations, so many archetypes are viable, that it just feels, like, limitless it feels like jumping into the ocean and you're just going to swim. No and matter what. the ocean what. is really big. And people, As opposed to a swimming pool. <laughs> it worked in my head.
1: People always talk about the importance of draft around Uncommons and mm-hmm. the set being successful. And they're pointing to things like spider spawning and in Innistrad. And I think uh, we get to see that here a little bit, too, uh, with sagas, even. Like um, Mirari conjecture. Yeah antiquities war completely draft aroundable and super fun yeah absolutely even rares today you drafted a lich's mastery
0: deck oh it's so good
1: lich's mastery very silly card of course we talked about last week with hexproof you don't lose the game but um and then you drafted crost and druid whenever you gain life draw that many cards so yeah kicked it that was awesome. Yeah, you drew for, your whole deck. For
0: players who haven't been playing it as much, Lich's Mastery is a legendary enchantment with hexproof that says as long as it's in play, you can't lose the game. Right. Um, but whenever you are dealt damage for each point of, or whenever you lose life, actually, for every point, uh, you either have to exile a card from your graveyard, uh, from your hand, or a permanent from the battlefield that you right. control. yeah. Um, but every time that you gain life, for each one life that you've gained, you draw a card. Beautiful. Uh, it is amazing and so you can kick cross and Druid gain 10 life draw 10 cards that's what we were doing and like a lot of people were like you know this card. It looks like hot
1: jank, right? You're and like, yeah. I'm never playing that. And then you're like, wait a second, this card might be the real deal. Oh. Spooky, spooky, so spooky. Oh. It scared us. It was it yeah. crept on us, up on us. How cool it was. To and play. so,
0: like that's how we won the second game. The first game because we've only played one match with this so far. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, and I had to quit because it was the best match of Magic that I, you're played like, I in have played. Like I had to a go year. on this high note. Yes, I was like, I feel so good right now. I play, like, I don't want to risk it. I'll try I get to get it. later. Maybe I get I'll get it. the same feeling later. So but like excellent. the first game, all that we had done was we cast like we played the Elfheim Druid yeah. on turn two, and then we like kicked the Kavu on turn three. <laughs> like we kicked the G-G. Kavu on turn three, and then we kicked a Grow from the Ashes, and then we had like fungal plots and slime foot. I love it, and a kicked sapling migration. So we literally just killed them by gaining life and drawing cards by sacrificing saplings. Like it was. <gasps> It's a beautiful deck. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful
1: deck. You want to know what I think the best color... Like, I agree. I think every color pair is viable. Yeah. I think the best one is... What do you think I think it is? Blue-white. I think it's actually blue-red. Ooh. Wizards. Yeah, that's fair. Because they just have so much... There's so much support for their synergy yeah. in this. And I. the reason I'm bringing this up is that was... A, Spooky draft deck I drafted Ooh, the other day. Ooh, tell me the spooky
0: story of the spooky wizards.
1: Well, I wanted to draft on a new and scary platform called Magic Arena. Oh. <laughs> and I hopped right on in, and I actually I bought a draft because I really wanted to do it. Ooh. And I opened my packs, and, oh, it was scary. There wasn't really anything happening until pick three. Oh. But I got a um, I got a Joyra in this wizard's wow. deck. Wow! I had two Adelies. All right, nice, nice. I, I had oh my gosh, every every wizard you could possibly want. Get two Lava Runner, by the way, the little one drop, mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Yeah, in this deck, which you some you know you might not assume. Yeah. And uh, I had uh, two Get Two Chroniclers to get back all of my instants and sorceries that were pumping my team I left like get and to right.
0: It's pretty sweet. And
1: Time of Ice. Ooh, this was the spookiest thing of all. Ooh, was okay.
0: the spooky thing about Time of Ice. So
1: Time of Ice, as you know, is great and mm-hmm. very spooky if it's played across the table from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my opponent had felt very confident, I'm sure, in their creature, which was wearing on Sarah's wings, and their other creature, which was wearing the plus two, plus one in Menace uh, enchantment, until I played Time of Ice. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> they were about to kill me. I was at three life, and then I won because of time of ice. Nice. If that's not scary. I don't know what is. That's
0: amazing. Yeah,
1: and then I managed to get to seven wins, and it was great that's because sweet. I got I got back more money than I had put into the draft, mm-hmm. and I got packs.
0: That's pretty awesome.
1: Oh, I loved it yeah
0: and I was so scared Ooh, <laughs> spooky um so I here's a spooky story okay of in a drafty the other day I couldn't find a color combination that I wanted to commit to and oh, I kept waffling so scary the sometimes the biggest monsters are the ones inside us <laughs> and in this so case true. I just ended up with a three color it was an Abzan deck with barely any fixing for my splash nice um, but it had Helm of the Host Ooh, and the, the four mana five five dino that you can kick to fight another Ooh. creature. And I was splashing S- Sarah Angel. <laughs> what? I was splashing a double white guard. I admit it. Scary. And then I also had a Rite of Belzenlock and, and a Demon Lord Belzenlock. This was just, like, deck. I love this deck. And, like, bad behavior all around because I wasn't committing to color pairs. And then I 3-0'd with it. Who cares? I 3-0'd because, do you know what? Sometimes you just, like, make make a demon or make a demon a different way or you make a 4-4 flyer or you put Helm of the Host on literally any card. This deck sounds awesome. It was amazing. And here was the, here was the spookiest oh, thing I did. Oh, it's so scary. So, you know the demon that um, Rite of Bells and Lock makes says yes. sacrifice a creature at the beginning of, of your... Uh, upkeep i put helm of the host on that demon
1: <laughs> helm of the host on your six six demon
0: yep and i started making copies of it and having to sack more and more creatures but of course my opponent died before i well, could yeah, do anything that's about so it
1: great though you're like well if something bad happens i'm gonna be taking 12 next turn. exactly
0: <laughs> like there's a world uh, in which or i think that the way the demons would work was maybe i would have to sack them each to each other Oh yeah. which would be bad yeah. also yeah um but <laughs> That's awesome, but I didn't because obviously having multiple six-six trample flyers is just an absurd, <laughs> absurd thing. Oh, that deck was—that was, was one. where as amazing. I was winning, I was like, "I don't deserve this. this I don't is amazing. deserve to win."
1: Of course you do. Dominaria, look—if you're not drafting uh, crazy color combos with no fixing, you're not living.
0: Yeah. Also, do you know what I think is great in this format? Mm. Divination
1: <laughs> divination is great. It's so good. It's very good. This is a
0: format where most of the decks you're playing against, you're going to have time to cast it. And it's going to be very important that you had more cards than your opponent.
1: Absolutely. And if you're playing, like I said, if you're playing Wizards, well, yeah. guess what that does? Pumps up your Wizard team.
0: And like, so again, like there are some aggro decks. Like I've played them where sometimes they go like the one drop Dauntless Bodyguard until like two drop like Knight of Benalia. Or yeah. New Benalia, And yes. you're just like, okay. And you get like completely... <laughs> completely mowed over yeah uh, and it's terrible but like there's so many there was like uh this is another one of my drafts that was blue white oh uh, and i had a sarah angel and then i had a lira Dawnbringer. oh my gosh what is going
1: on three
0: copies of divination in this deck <laughs> no this is yes yeah, so this is the blue eyed deck three copies I of divination and i just waited i had seen my opponent had um had targeted themselves with a Homerode Explorer in the <laughs> game before, and yeah. I had seen it in Bolus's clutches. Yeah. And I'm playing them in game and like I ended up winning that game because I eventually like got them to spend all the removal on my worst creatures and then cast my Lyra. Yeah. And game <laughs> two, we're like playing and playing and I'm like taking a little bit of damage and going back and forth. And I'm just like I have this Lyra in my hand and I have um the the Sentinel of the Pearl Trident. Yes. The five mana that lets you, if it has flash and you exile a historic spell when it comes, or a historic permanent you control. And I'm just like, do you know what? I'm looking at this deck and I'm like, I'm going to wait until I have 10 mana to cast this Lyra because <laughs> my opponent has in bolus's clutches. Yeah. Yeah. And sure enough, and like, I just like, you just have to be patient sometimes. Yep. And I'm not saying that it's, like, always the right thing to do, but in this well, but case... But why not?
1: Especially if you're not losing. It,
0: well, exactly. In this case, it's that I wasn't losing. Yeah. And I was just like, and I'm going to win if they, my opponent doesn't have a way to get rid of this. Yeah. And so I wait, and I get to 10 mana, and I cast my Lyra. <laughs> and sure enough, on my opponent's <laughs> turn, I cast Clutches, and I just flash in the Sentinel. I'm like... I feel like a genius That's great. <laughs> that is great. I love it. And so, so scary for your opponent. Yeah. And like you could be like, I I think part of the argument is like maybe I gave them all those turns to draw it and they didn't have it earlier. No. But I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta go with your gut feeling on it and Absolutely. Be
1: like, Absolutely. How do I lose this game?
0: Yeah, and, and the answer is, is that my opponent in bolus' clutches my Lyra. I love that.
1: Wow. You um, had some sick decks.
0: Yeah. I've had a like I said I've really I've really felt like party time draft in this. <laughs> you
1: had a, a draft where you had three copies of On Sarah's Wings. Yes. did you not?
0: That was my first Lich's Mastery deck. That Beautiful. one was one of the worst ones I've drafted. I wanted two with that deck. <laughs> I love it. I though. also had like three Blessed Light. Oh, that deck was just like I don't know what was exactly missing. I mean, you play, you gain three life, so you- <laughs> my creature it just did not have enough creatures in it. Honestly, is what was happening. <laughs> The match that I won was beautiful. I put on Sarah's wings on a thing and then like my opponent blood tallow candled my creature with on Sarah's wings and I already had another one in my hand and I had lich's mastery out and invoke the divine. So I just invoked the divine on my own on Sarah's wings. <laughs> so that I drew ah, I four drew cards, which is matched. I love it. Oh, it was good. Great, And it's
1: stuff like that, too, that makes this format really good, which is just these kind of little interesting interactions that aren't necessarily the ones that are, you know, on face value, what you would do with the card. Yeah. And like, uh, what's the, what's the sword? What's the forebear's blade that Mm -hmm. moves around if creatures are dead? Oh, yeah. You can always, if you want, kill your own creature mid-combat, move it onto another creature that's not being blocked, and then you kill it.
0: (laughs) Right. Like there's just, and I feel like that's part of also what makes this draft format exciting is that there's so much interesting stuff. There's like great things, but there's great answers, right? Like forebearers Blade or Black Blade Breforged are both like great pieces of equipment in clutches, like absurd and it's uncommon. Yeah. But you have Invoke the Divine and you have Broken Bonds. Yeah. You just have like so many ways to handle it. I love it. It's great. Oh,
1: boy, is it great. If you have a spooky story from Dominaria Draft, please tweet it at us with the hashtag, Where's My Neck? (laughs) Where's My Neck? (laughs) (laughs) Which is a really spooky hashtag, if you think about it. Where's My Neck? Did you ever hear the story of the girl with the ribbon tied around her neck? i don't
0: think i want to (gasps) was she
1: dead the whole time yes of course she was and the ribbon was holding her head on (laughs) yes of course really wouldn't work (laughs) no probably the way you wanted to no i don't
0: think it would that ribbon was very large and very it was like huge (laughs) it would have to be an enormous ribbon and time when time. I was little, I always wanted to be that Even girl then, I don't think You wanted to be beheaded? I
1: wanted to be the one who was dead the whole oh time gosh. And then I could creep people off by taking That's my head off That's w- a weird desire it was away. I was a very creepy child That is accurate
0: I don't think we've covered this before
1: <laughs> About my, my my journeys into the
0: occult as a youth <laughs> Yep, exactly <laughs> It's It's true <laughs> Oh, uh, now I wish that we were using the hashtag, hashtag occult youth. <laughs> That's probably already taken. It's probably- <laughs> algebra the best they are you can get these awesome deck boxes like the one that maria is holding right now the m2 the m2
1: look at there's a little container for your dice at the yeah. top and your cards and it pulls like it slides out yeah. it's a little
0: tray that slides out so you just you don't have to like maneuver like getting your deck out you don't have to worry about like oh am i just showing my opponent what i'm playing and it's magnetic to try and pull my deck out of the box yeah, yeah. i love these deck boxes they're great I need i
1: i love having Beautiful. the dice because all you do is you just Pump this thing this is so, boom.
0: it's so fancy and red and
1: white I know and it looks like Lovely. leather oh, yeah nice. I, I love it because it's just like one thing that you have yeah. right and you're just ready to go and
0: we keep talking about this binder too this behind me that's it has oh, Teferi yeah. and Joyra and Karn I just mean like when we're around in the office I'm like this binder is super nice. This binder, though. And the ones that make you look like a business professional. Oh, yeah. Business professional like, binder. Portfolio ones. Yeah. Very fancy. Very fancy. So head over to ultrapro.com. All of your fancy or, you know, just casual gaming needs. Yeah, they've got it all. It's time for a standard corner. That's right, everybody. Just a standard corner. Your average everyday corner. Typical
1: corner. Painted beige. Oh. Or the color on the paint can said nude band-aid.
0: <laughs> Did you know acceptable beige is actually the yeah. name of a color? <laughs> acceptable beige. Acceptable beige. Gross. Alright, so tell us what's happening from the standard GP. Alright,
1: so Grand Prix Birmingham happened. As we said at the top of the show, it was a double Grand Prix with Legacy. Oh yeah. Um, and just FYI, the Legacy winner, as we said, probably the oldest winner of any GP, Gary Campbell from Scotland, and it was a very emotional win, which was really cool Aww. to watch. So if you want to go back and check that out, uh, watch the Twitch replays on twitch.tv slash magic. And he was playing Mono Red Prison, and it beat a Delver deck. So if you're into Legacy, Ooh. check that out some more. But we're going to talk mostly about standard here. That's right, because we're not made of legacy. This isn't a legacy corner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome to my home. This is my legacy, legacy corner. corner. It's
1: my portrait of my grandfather. started the first diamond building here in town. Diamond? The first building building? Made entirely of diamonds. Oh right. Yes. Right. <laughs> But yeah, Simon Nielsen, as we said, was the winner, famous for wearing his red tie at events covered with uh, pieces of flair and playing Black Red Vehicles, which was the story of the weekend. Six copies of Black Red
0: Vehicles oh, in the top eight. Ouch! Six out of eight. Ouch! Let's look at these. They've got, of course, our buddy John.
1: Jo- oh my gosh! You are saying so many words wrong. It's really weirding me out right now. <laughs> <weirding>. Jovlin? <laughs> Joblin chain Chamberlain? <builder. laughs> What is going on? Quick, quick pause here for Megan's story. Where we were in some place. And we were walking, we were in Chicago, I think it was, and we were just walking downtown and there was a billboard for a history museum.
0: (laughs) No, it was for um, History Under the Influence. Oh, yeah. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And uh, the billboard said, bring history to its knees or whatever, for some reason. I can't remember why. But Megan looked at it for a long time and thought it said, bring history to its caness and was trying to figure out. And I was
0: just standing there being like, what is (laughs) caness? What does that mean? Like, what? It's like some kind of, like, Jewish, like, tribunal.
1: <laughs> uh, what? I don't know. That's, if you're, like we were playing Balderdash, that's what I would say Kness was. <laughs> Jewish tribunal.
0: That's, a, that's everybody, a weird guess. Everybody would vote for it. <laughs> well, joblin <laughs> <and> champ <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh so here's an example God. of a Dominaria card peek, peeking its way into an established deck already. Mm-hmm. Old Chain Whirly, if you're planning on playing any creatures with one toughness like I do or any
0: vampire players or whatever, watch out. This guy could get you. Yeah, no kidding. This really this really bugs those vampire decks. Yeah,
1: and it has first strike, a 3 first three first strike
0: or two. Ooh, for three? What a world. Pretty good card. Yeah, and then we've got some, some classic friends in here. Um... Heart of Kieran being the only vehicle. So, can we really call this vehicles? Was a question that was raised. Yeah, is it more like Black Red aggro? Oops, if you're agree, only driving one car, are you really a vehicular artist? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. You just happen to. You're have just a, car. a person who has a car. Like,
1: was I playing Blue White Vehicles because I had Ether Sphere Harvester in my deck? No, no, you weren't. I wasn't. So Black Red aggro it is. Yeah. All right, great. Well, settled that. Settled. Yeah,
0: and that that was what Simon was playing. But yeah, six out of eight of the decks. Jeez, they've got Chandra, Torch of Defiance. Uh, they're a little bit different from one to another. Like, Martin uses here is a lot more about the big creatures. It's got Glorybringers. Um, it's got four Rekindling Phoenixes. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones are a little bit lower to the ground with Inventor's Apprentice, um, Scrap Heap, Scrounger, PNLR, the and Bommat Bommat Courier. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you can have different flavors. But... They are still... Uh, Chandra, blacker. by the way, Yeah.
1: notably now, more difficult to kill than
0: ever before. Oh, it's so true now that you can't redirect. Yep, so... Yeah, that's you, you can only target the things that say target anything. Yep. Well, that's not the technical language, but... Uh, we did have a blue-white control in the top eight. Yes. Thank goodness.
1: And this deck was kind of... You know, this is one of the new ones that we kind of mm-hmm. were like, oh, this is probably going to happen because Teferi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because Teferi.
0: But Teferi's not even in here. No. Oh, wait. Yeah, he is. Right there. (laughs) There's four of him, in fact. Four of him. Plus Gideon. Yep. Plus a single Gideon for Teferi. How did I miss that? Uh, anyways, but yeah, uh, seal away also making an appearance in all of these yeah. as the, uh, as the removal spell du jour. Du jour. Du jour. I'll have the seal away, please. Oh, excellent choice. Oh, thank you. Oh, he's, we've also got blink of an eye.
1: Yeah, blink of an eye. This is interesting. I was kind of wondering if there would be, if this card would be played by blue and yeah, sure enough. Here it is. Some disallows. Some this seems gathers. like the kind of deck you want to play, Megan. I mean, yeah. It's very Looking pure. Looking at it, um, uh, <laughs> There's no creatures there in this deck. There are no deck. creatures. Except for Gideon, if you count that quote-unquote. Yeah, that's probably how you win. Is there a, um, a Gearhulk in the sideboard, even? Um,
0: no, you have another Gideon. Huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is the purest, pure as it gets. Beautiful. Four history of Benalia, though, on the really? sideboard. Oh. That's interesting. Wow, I wonder why. Interesting. Just um, if you
1: need to put, you need some creatures or something? I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, this deck is cool. Like, yeah. definitely not my flavor of ice cream, but it's great, and it performs very, very well. It does everything that you want in a perfect control deck. It's got pull from tomorrow to draw cards. You're killing yep. things with the Records. You're countering things with Disallow, yeah. Great.
0: Great, great stuff. Great. great. Uh, more Black Red Vehicles? Oh, Black Red Vehicles? Oh, Black Red Vehicles. <laughs> they all agree, two Chandra, three Heart of Kirin. Oh, really? Interestingly. Okay. Like, they're, you know, they're, like, in four Goblin Chain world. The rest of them, they're all sort of like, maybe some of this, maybe some of this. But definitely. Ooh, this one is playing, some of them are playing two Karn. Karn! Karn! Karn is here! Not all of them, but we have at least two of them that are playing two Karn, Scion of Urza. Just
1: to get you some Karn Advantage
0: in the game? Karn Advantage. Karn Advantage. Everyone wants some Karn Advantage card advantage
1: <laughs> the only other card deck that was not one of those in the top it was black green constrictor so yeah. we know we know about this deck but it's got help from not help now from Lanowar elves yes
0: playing lanoir elves and uh of course, chupacabras for thrashing brontodons. Yeah. Which is great. You get that little incidental uh, ways to ways to deal with artifacts or enchantment. And it's also just a big old creature. And it's playing four copies of Adventurous Impulse. Ooh. Welcome. Nice.
1: Welcome to We're the deck. So I nice. guess I don't have a tune with Ether anymore, but I'll play Adventurous Impulse, yeah. I
0: guess. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, if I'm going to play a one mana sorcery, which <laughs> I'm going to. Which I'm going to. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I will always play, I I play it. I will play it.
1: But, yeah, we alluded earlier to the uh, mono black deck that Ooh, happened in this right. tournament, which is kind of cool.
0: Pretty sweet.
1: Mario Rodinas was playing mono black control and uh, using, uh, what's it called, Cabal Stronghold. Yeah. <laughs> Cabal Stronghold to make a ton of black mana and be able to kick Josu Vess <laughs> nice. to make your army of the undead, essentially, yes. with your billions of, um, uh, what are they, b- knights? Uh, no. No,
0: lit. Wait, uh, zombies. Zombies. Like zombie, zombie knights. Zombie knights. Okay. Um, also, there's a Tetsamok. Nice. Sweet. You can make a giant walking ballista. Love it. Uh, you could also Torment of Hailfire someone for one million. The number you're looking for is 1 million. This deck you're is X great. X equals 1 million.
1: Yeah, and so this... four card Mario ma- made it to day two uh, nice. undefeated, but didn't ma- manage to make the top eight. But this deck is cool. This
0: deck is super cool. I'm into this. Me too.
1: I mean, nice. it's. I definitely wouldn't play it at a tournament because I don't want to play this kind of deck, but I would definitely <laughs> play this deck for fun Same. on a stream. I would play it
0: in a tournament. <laughs> so let's just quickly
1: look at the breakdown of how things happened At at Birmingham. Black red vehicles, what is this, day two? 66 were present in in day two. So that's 28% of the field. Yeah. Jeez. The second biggest, which is not surprising to me, was uh, Mono Green. Steel Leaf. Playing Steel Leaf champion. Steel Leaf champion.
0: And then Black Green Constrictor right after that. Snack. 26. Snack time. White Blue Control coming in at 23 uh white black vehicles oh, which you didn't see a list for interesting um but i would yeah i wonder what that's looking like Ugh, me too fact, black you know, I white think we could look it up say I think. is it playing knights and
1: stuff I that's what i want to know don't know and down further down the list we had a mono red or mostly red that kind of thing uh but you know what's interesting is why are Scarab we using God?
0: Bang? i
1: don't know because <laughs> it's just that it was just what was on there this just what happened Bing just happened. Sometimes Bing happens. You know what I mean. But yeah, no Scarab God to be seen.
0: That's right. Coming in day two,
1: which is just kind of crazy. Like Scarab God, you were dominating everything for forever, and I hated you so much. And now, like, where are you?
0: Yeah.
1: Where are you? Some people um, were asking. I posted a deck tech for the SRAM deck that I played at Grand Prix Seattle. A little while ago, and uh, they were asking, can you still play this in Dominaria? And the answer is, oh, yeah, I think you probably can, but you're gonna have to make some changes. Um, I saw a 5 0 list that was playing Danatha, which is pretty cool. So, Danatha, she helps discount stuff in that deck. That's pretty awesome. I'm gonna try that out for sure. I
0: like it. Uh, So, here's a black, this isn't black white vehicles, but this is black white. Okay. Uh, It's got two Gideons. Three Knight of Malice, two Lyra, four scrap heap, four Toolcraft Exemplar, three walking blista, four fatal push, heart oh, there's four heart, oh, four there, of heart yep, So this is this the, is it. I guess since we're calling one vehicle decks. Yes, Vehicle decks. That's uh weird. two cast out and four History of Benalia and four Karn. Ah, uh,
1: sure enough. Wow. This one seems really cool too. It does seem sweet. I wanna I wanna that test does all seem these out. Pretty
0: sweet. All right. Neat. Well there we
1: go. Yeah. Well, so there's your there's your standard kind of wrap up. I'm picking up I'm still I'm still gonna make see if I can make stram sh- happen. All right. I don't know because to fairy being in the format very is very scary to scary to scary And that deck blank blink of an eye too is this deck is to
0: really? scary. scary
1: <laughs> Teferi scary for me. Yeah but tell. if guess if it just loses to that deck I suppose that's probably okay. but where the heck is blue red God Pharaoh's gift. where did that go?
0: I don't know. It disappeared. Why isn't it, it here? It evaporated into the ether.
1: That deck was insane. Wow.
0: Look at that. There's, yeah.
1: See, like, people are still playing white blue gift in day two, but where the heck is the better version, which is the blue red version? Oh, it's right here above it. Oh, okay. So it's the same. <laughs>
0: where, Both- <laughs> where is it? Oh, it's, oh, it's a, right It's here. on the, lo- Both it's on the line. Both had four copies in day two. Four copies. Okay. I mean, well, maybe people came and it just like wasn't as good.
1: I mean, yeah, maybe people just didn't want to play it. I don't yeah. know. Weird. Okay. Who knows? Which one
0: are you playing? People were like, "This is
1: too good."
0: Um, so you know, blue eye control. Oh yeah, for
1: White-click
0: sure. Blue eye control. Yeah, for sure. Into it. Oh,
1: this is a fun story I didn't mention. Simon Nielsen, by the way. <laughs> day two, he slept in, and he missed his first round. No. <laughs> but then he didn't lose another match the whole day, so it was okay.
0: That's kind of hilarious. So you
1: know what? Even if things seem terribly bad in your life, guess what? <laughs> Even if you feel like you really ruined things. You can win. You can always win out. <laughs> you can always
0: win a 3 G-
1: <laughs> G3. Let's play a game of Flavotex Theaters, Pick, Lick,
0: or Flick. That's right. We're going to uh, crack this booster of Dominaria right yeah. here. And we're going to uh, pick three cards at a time and tell you which ones we would pick. Lick. And Flick. <laughs> Self-explanatory, I think. Obviously. Okay. All right, here we go.
1: First trio. Uh, this one.
0: Okay, and this one?
1: Okay, I've got and... that one. Lanawar Envoy, Envoy, Rampaging Cyclops, and Inbolus Clutches! Okay,
0: obviously picking Inbolus' all, is clutches. All day, all this day. This card is so good. It's... Pr- it, it's it's I first picked this earlier today. Excellent! It's so good.
1: I was about to say that it's, it's probably better th-
0: than most rares in this set. You
1: know what it's, I mean?
0: Yeah. Yes. It is. It is because it is, is, rare is all rares. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: and then we also have. Uh, so I think I would lick the Llanowar Envoy. Same. This rampaging Cycloc- Cyclops. Sorry, You're buddy. You're getting flicked. flicked. Get out of here. Flicked. Flicked. All
1: right. Pick one. <laughs> Blessing of Bells and Lock divination oh so this is gonna get spicy and warlord's fury <laughs> well maria what do okay, you think okay obviously we're picking divination here yeah um the real question is which one are we flicking okay and which one are we licking so
0: here's the problem obviously you pick divination yep. yeah 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 Are you sure licking the giant sword that's really sharp or are you licking the flaming sword oh gosh i feel like Oh, they're both awful. They're but both But if you lick terrible. the flaming
1: sword, at least your wound will be cauterized. That's true. All right. I guess right. it's licking warlord's
0: fury. <laughs> licking
1: the fury, flicking the blessing. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Here is Pardic Wanderer. It's a 5-5 five, five trampler for six. Memorial to war. You. You pick another one. Okay. Uh, Boom. Relic Runner. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Do you know what? <sighs> this is going to be controversial. Yeah. I think I pick Relic Runner. I am on the same train. I'm going to pick the Relic Runner. It's really good in a historic deck. Yeah, And is. historic decks are easy to draft enough of. But the point is, too, why this is tough. Partic Wanderer is better than it looks. It is very good. Because of the uh, historic synergies. Exactly. And it's just like a 5-5 five, five trample yeah. for six. And I'm flicking this Memorial Award. Yeah, we're
0: definitely All flicking All the so way. So I'm licking
1: the Partic Wanderer. Yeah. It'll taste like... Just Rot. don't do it when it's cold. No. <laughs> Want your tongue to freeze to it nope <laughs> okay here we've got a vicious
0: offering oh excellent Ooh, that's yeah. a great one healing grace Yuck. frenzied rage mm. well i think we both know what yes. we're picking so we're definitely picking vicious offering yes. this card is great um i think i lick healing grace more than frenzied rage yeah you probably i mean you don't have to lick the same one that i do that's true I just like healing grace you know it's being nice this angel is coming and healing this soldier that's true but this isn't this is an aura so I've gotta lick the what aura whatever faith you have in Sarah she has more in you yeah that's really I'm nice I'm bring her it's very nice I'm in that's nice okay here we go all right last, last one is one.
1: Just, just two. All
0: of the Threads! the rare, and Tetsuko oh. Umazawa.
1: Definitely I take Tetsuko. Tetsuko
0: all day. Man, okay, so the other day, I lost to a deck that had the um the Verdant, whatever, the eight-mana thing that makes sapperlings oh, every yeah, turn, yeah, yeah. and they like played it, and I was like, okay, I can't get through for a while. Like I'm gonna try and have to figure this out. <laughs> and then they played Tetsuko, and just like hit me with all of their <laughs> unblockable sapperlings, and I was like, fair enough! That's great. Fair enough.
1: You know what's interesting about Tetsuko, too, is I asked a question. I was like, hey, if you're not playing a deck that has any notable synergies with this, do you still play it? And the answer is yes. Yeah, if you're in blue,
0: you still play it. Absolutely,
1: because a a lot of times you have other cards in your deck, like Relic Runner or whatever, that you haven't even thought of. Like, oh, I'm playing this because I have Tetsuko.
0: Yeah, but it's just like, hey, it's going to be unblockable. That's unblockable. Pretty sweet.
1: Oh, my, my Lava Runner, which I hadn't pumped up yet, it's unblockable, too. Nice. Great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Guess what? That's the episode. On. <laughs> You're right. It's always chicken butt. It's never not chicken butt. That's right. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode. Yet another, yet another. You're always like, will this be the last one? But
0: yet, yet again,
1: yet again, another one comes out the next
0: week. I know that you're really listening just (laughs) to figure out when you'll have listened for the last time. but, but guess, guess what you're gonna have to keep doing it we were still here this entire time
1: <laughs> thank you to everybody who uh, is a supporter of the show and backs us on patreon.com slash mtacast like we said uh, it's super easy to become a member and
0: it takes like a s- literal minute yes it's so quick and it means so much to us yeah. I mean in terms of the amount of time spent to the volume of appreciation oh it's huge huge return huge return like there's there's barely anything that's get that gets that kind of return
1: and I ke- I want us to keep adding new members to our Magic the Amateuring family, mm-hmm. and um, I just want the number to grow. And we've kind of hit a, like a plateau. P- Point. And so if you're one of the people who's been kind of sitting back, I encourage you to take the time this month to become a member of the show because it'd mean a lot to us and it shows us that you think that we are, you know, worth like a dollar an episode. So, yeah. so that, would, yes. that would be super cool. That'd be very nice. And thank you once again to cardkingdom.com MTA cast. They've got all the latest and greatest stuff over there that you could possibly need. And they do lots of creative things like we mentioned, the chaos yep. pa- pack thing that you can
0: just buy, these battle decks, starter decks. They've got it all. And thanks again to Ultra. Ultra. Ultra Pro, Ultra Pro, sick play mats, sick sleeves, sick binders. They're just ill. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, take take some medicine because I'm full of the sick stuff from Ultra Pro. Thanks,
0: everybody. See you next week.